Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Mike and Jetty Show. I mean, Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 39, and uh, only Michael Gray and I have shown up. Since there were so many podcasters last time, I made this at a uh, more inconvenient time, and this is what happens. So, Michael Gray, introduce yourself. My name is Michael Gray, and as Jetty said, this is an inconvenient time. It is currently 3.15 in the morning, so then that means it's like 6.15 in the morning East Coast time? Yes, on a uh, Tuesday. On Tuesday, wow. Yes. This yeah. is so confusing. Well, I thought it would be good uh, before work. Mm-hmm. So, that uh, makes sense. You know, Then I can go straight from the podcast into work. Okay, so... Um, Podcast number 39, really? Yeah, we've been around for uh, quite some time, haven't we? If that's uh, one podcast per month, that's uh, three years' worth of podcasts. Pretty soon we're going to be hitting the middle-aged podcast. Yeah. We'll be in our 40s. Then we'll try to be cool. Oh, am I kidding? Uh, The podcast is cool. Well, but we we have to buy like a Harley Davidson, you know, or maybe like a a Camaro or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, by the way, um, this probably should go at the end of the show where we tell everybody to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Yeah. But I finally got iTunes, and I subscribed to the podcast. Whoa. How did you do I, that, Michael Gray? I I just downloaded iTunes, and then I looked for Game Cola Podcast under their podcast section. Wow. I have no idea how to rate or comment on the podcast. But you should. Paul tells us that we have to rate it highly, give lots of positive comments. I don't know how to do that. Yes, you should uh, rate us positively even if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. If you want to rate us negatively, just don't. Why bother? I know, right? If you don't like us, then commenting on our podcast would be doing us a favor. Exactly. You'll be giving us publicity. Lots of free publicity. Yes. So just uh, rate us Positively, please. Anyway, let's get started with the podcast. I believe we start off the podcast with listener mail. That's right. Actually, uh, I have quite a significant amount of listener mail this time. Uh, the first one is actually in reference to podcast number 37, because in between recording podcast number 38 and uploading podcast number 38, uh, we got some listener mail. This one is actually directed at you, Michael Gray. Uh, okay. It says, no, no remake of FF7. Bad Michael Gray. Actually, I think it was uh, Paul Franzen who made the comment about FF7 remakes. Which which one was podcast number 37? Because I agree with you, I never said anything about a remake of the Final Fantasy series. Or Final Fantasy 7? Yes. I've never played that one. I'm not a big fan of Final Fantasy 6, to be quite honest. And I hear it's the same as that, except not. It's in 3D, kind of, if you can call it that. Oh, so then they they need to make a 3D remake of this. Yeah. Well, uh, I believe what what Paul was saying is that FF7 had horrible 3D graphics, and uh, there should be an HD remake. And Sax Dude Malloy was trying to tell us that there should not be a remake of Final Fantasy VII. Now, there's actually a whole rest of the email here, so I'm going to continue with that. Oh, Mm -hmm. uh... You asked me which podcast was 37. That was two podcasts ago. Uh, I think we were talking about E3 predictions. I'll take a look at this. Uh, where can we find this podcast and all the other podcasts? 
if you go to Game Cola's website, GameCola.net, uh, on the front page on the lower left, you will see podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you see podcast number 37? This thing came apart with the picture of some kids staring at me, all confused. That's a uh, salute your shorts, Michael Gray. I didn't recognize them. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I would think of anyone. You should recognize the cast of Salute Your Shorts. You know, it's strange. I should, but I don't. All I remember, I think all I remember of the show, I remember a couple of things, like the character named Michael, who I remembered because he has the same name as me. Yeah. Didn't he leave, like, after the first or second season? That I don't remember. They had, like, one of the characters left the cast, and it made me very sad because I thought he was Michael. Oh, that would oh, make well. me sad as well. I actually I only remember two of their names, Donkey Lips and Rosebud. I don't remember that's, the rest. That's more than I remember. I remember the announcer who was always talking through what do you call it? The announcer box? Yeah. That was always during the ending credits because that was back when they actually showed ending credits for T V shows on T V. Yeah. And nowadays it's just here's a preview of what's coming up next. Yeah, whatever happened to credits. I don't know. On the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, sorry. I That was actually my favorite part of the Dragon Ball Z series, to be oh, yeah. honest. Just the previews? Is the previews because obviously the person who did the previews had no idea what the names of the episodes were. And so yeah. the title of the next episode would be a spoiler for the episode. Yes. Yeah, so saying, it was like, will Goku win this fight against Raccoon, or is he going down? And then the title of the episode would play, and it'd be, Raccoon wins the fight. And so, it's like there would be no reason to watch the episode. Yes. But they cut those out of the DVD releases of the Dragon Ball series. Really? Yeah, it made me very upset, because that was, like, my favorite part. Actually, uh, I have uh, Robotech on DVD, and one of the things that made me so very happy, was that uh, they included the little outro and intro for commercials. Yeah. So I had to, like, stay tuned to this channel. That just made me happy. They did that for the Dragon Ball Z DVD releases, too, which make no sense because they cut those out Yeah. of the American release version, but they, yeah, they put didn't... those into the... Uh... The DVD? Yeah. Weird, yeah, because I remember when they were playing on Cartoon Network, they didn't have any of those uh, little mm-hmm. intro-outro things. Yeah, they didn't because – I think it's because, well, you know, it would be better if we had, like, some of our foreign podcasters here to confirm this. But I think different countries have different rules about how many commercials you can have. Yeah. So I think Canadian TV only has two commercial breaks while American TV has three. Interesting. And – if you count the number of commercial breaks that they have, you know, on those Japanese shows, they only take one commercial break, right? Yeah. If you count the uh, little mm-hmm. outro-intro things, there's only one of them. Yeah, so. there's only one of them per episode. So that's that's strange. Yeah, but uh, what was it? I thought there was some regulation as well about, like, advertising to children, and the reason that they put those little things in was to denote, like, this is not part of the show. This is an advertisement. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to explain this to children. So it's like, we'll be right back, you know, after these messages. Like, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. 
And this is actually this is actually related to our original topic of Final Fantasy VI. If you watch my video walkthrough for Final, wait, what was our original topic? Final Fantasy VI or seven? Seven. Wow. Okay, never mind. But if you watch my video walkthrough for Final Fantasy VI, I pretend to be the Dragon Ball Z announcer at like three points in the video walkthrough. And I just recap everything that's happened so far. Wow. In a strange voice. It was, it was, it was one of the more amusing things to make in the video walkthrough. I should go watch those at some point. Watch the ones for the Zelda Majora's Mask walkthrough instead. Those are better. I, I actually knew what was going on in the Majora's Mask plotline. I couldn't understand what was going on in Final Fantasy. I'll call it Final Fantasy 3 for your sake, Jetty. Yes, yes, yes. Final Fantasy 3. I get, I get confused about that quite often. Well, then which one is Final Fantasy 2 in, in that sequence? Uh, 4. 4. Okay, okay, yeah, that's the other one people like. I like it at least. Well, I mean, th- those are the games. I mean, nobody ever talks about Final Fantasy 2 or 3 or 5 in the, if you want to count the alternate sequence, so it yeah. makes sense that they would be skipped. Well, uh, but I think that may be because they weren't released over here. I mean, uh... Final Fantasy 3 and 5 are sort of unique. I think they yeah. didn't come out over here because they thought Americans would be confused by the job system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that actually made the games kind of interesting. Now, granted, Final Fantasy 5 was kind of a horrible game. Mm-hmm. But the job system was neat. I don't know. Well, all I remember is playing number 2 for the NES and dying on like the first battle. And then I just gave up. <laughs> and then I find out like five years later that you're supposed to die on that battle. Oh. It's one of those Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. They put that. you up against the final boss for the first battle and you're supposed to lose. Yes. And then I just felt stupid. <laughs> and you never played it again. Well, I felt stupid the first time I played Final Fantasy III. This would be the SNES one because I couldn't find the first place you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go to Figaro Castle and meet... Evan, or whatever his name is, the king? Edgar. Edgar, right. Well, I got the E. (laughs) And I couldn't find the stairs in his castle, and it literally took me 20 minutes to find the pixel, which is supposed to represent stairs. Wow. And that's part of the reason. I think that's why I hate the game so much, is just at the start of the game, it's like a 20-minute ugh. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So anyway... Uh, I've got no. I've got another question. Seeing as you know about Final Fantasy three, um, okay. where where is the tutorial in that game? The battle tutorial. Oh, okay. Uh, in Narsh. Uh, it's in Narsh, yeah. But yes. I mean, when I played the game for the first time, I guess you know I went through Narsh. I was fighting in the underground caves, and then I switched characters. And after like an hour or so of fighting in the caves, then I found the tutorial. Okay. I'm sorry. Is it is, I I'm just checking. It's like was I just being stupid or is the tutorial hard to find? Where did you find the tutorial? Because I was thinking of the little house, like after you're completely done with Narsh, like when you're just about to leave. Yeah, when you're just about to leave, and that's the tutorial. Yeah, which right. I guess is kind of ridiculous considering that you've already been fighting for like, you know, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. What's wrong with that? 
Well, nothing, I guess. It's just it confused me. And that's not what was confusing. What was confusing were the attacks where you had to do left, right, left, right to attack. What's his name? Sabin. Sabin, yes. Yes. See, I gave them all different names, so I I don't know the characters' real names. I named them after members of the Game Cola staff. Oh, who was Sabin then? He was Mateo. Really? Yeah, and Edgar was Kevin, and Locke was Ridges for Michael Ridgeway. Okay. And the girl, I forget the girl's name, Tara. Who? Tara, she was Vangie. Okay. Um, the other girl was Lizzo. There are only two girls, right? <laughs> uh, there's three, but that comes later in the game. There is three, yeah. But isn't the third one like Rachel and you can't change her name? No, it's Realm. It's who? Realm, the little girl. Oh, yeah, that's Realm. Okay, that was Kate then. You're right. There is a girl. <laughs> I never used her in my party because she was so useless. <laughs> Only kind of. Actually, well, she's uh, the most powerful magic user, so like later in the game, if you level her, level her up, mm-hmm. uh, she's basically the only character worth caring about. Yeah, that's something I notice in the Final Fantasy series, is that it's usually the girl characters who are the magic users. Of course. I'm not sure if that's making a statement about girls or something. I don't know. Girls are magical. Oh, that's a pretty good statement. Right? Who are the other characters in uh, Final Fantasy III? Well, who, is, who did you name Jetty? I'm not sure if there was a Jetty. Because, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Edgar, Seb, and uh, Cyan. Cyan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. I'd have to look this up. I don't exactly remember. Uh, and there's Gao. I Gao? Forget. I was just going to say Gao. And let me see. Zach Rich was Shadow. Right, Shadow, yeah. But I didn't know how to save him. You're supposed to wait like five minutes before the world ends and then save him. Yeah, uh, it's like five seconds. You have to wait like almost to the end, and then he suddenly shoots in, and then you leave. Yeah, so what happened is I found that out after I recorded it. <laughs> I, I went back and loaded the save state, and then I saved him. So I showed the showed the scene of him being saved. But yeah, my but you saved it already? So Yeah. Thanks. So I was able to show the scene of him being saved, but he wasn't actually in my party. Thanks. And Hoover, Hoover, Nathaniel Hoover, he was the guy who has the airship. Seltzer. Seltzer? Seltzer. I I thought it was Seltzer, but I was just going to make Alka-Seltzer jokes or something. Yes. But instead, instead, what I did was whenever he showed up, I go, oh, Hoover, nobody does it like you. (laughs) Wow. Really, yeah, really bad. I think at it was at the end, you know, sort of at the end of the game where you have like three characters that show up. Like you have the Yeti and you have the yeah. Gogo, Umaru, and Mog. Yeah, and those three. By that time, it's like I don't know anybody else on the staff, so you would probably be one of those three. <laughs> it's like okay, I had to reach. We didn't have as many staff members back then as we do now, so it's like I have to pick whoever is on staff. That yes. person automatically becomes it. So, like, I think Eric got the Yeti, <laughs> Captain Eric, for for no reason. He's not Yeti-like at all. Yes. 
and Paul Paul was the Moogle. Wow. So I guess that would make uh, me go-go. Yeah. Who's pretty cool. I actually used... He comes so late in the game that it's hard to get used to figuring out how to use him, but I actually purposely used him. Yeah. Because in the final section, don't you have to fight with, like, 12 characters? Yeah, yeah, you fight with your full party, basically. Except for one person, so I chose Paul as the one person who stays out. Uh-huh. Just, just to be mean to Paul. <laughs> and then at, at the very end, he walks in, you know, during the ending cutscene, he comes in while our characters are watching Kefka die. Yeah. And I, I point it out and say, Paul, what are you doing here? You didn't help at all. <laughs> you lazy bum. You're trying to ride on our success. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what about a Final Fantasy uh, 3 HD remake? Would that be possible? I know that they remade Final Fantasy 2 in 3D. Did they do a similar thing for Final Fantasy 3? I talked about this um, at some length. I think during... Um, it's one of the random videos. See, for my Final Fantasy VI walkthrough, I got to the end of the game and then stopped there. But because I was playing the Game Boy Advance version, I was later informed that you have two bonus dungeons. Yeah. And one of the bonus dungeons is uh, fight a hundred battles in a row. Okay. So I had a lot of free time to just talk about anything. <laughs> so one of the topics I talked about was the Final Fantasy remakes. For Game Boy Advance, they made they remade you no know, one and two, and then they remade three, and then four, and then five, and then six, and then they stopped there. But for the DS, I think they remade. Final Fantasy 2, like you said, and yeah. then 9, and then that's it. It's like no discernible pattern whatsoever for the DS remakes. Weird. Which is weird because the Game Boy Advance remakes is like they just remade them all in order. Yeah. Hmm. So about that Final Fantasy 7 remake. Um, Which system was that for? PlayStation? PlayStation. That was for PlayStation, and it stars Cloud. Yes. What a loser. Do people people don't like Cloud? Apparently, you just called him well, a loser. Uh, for whatever reason, most people seem to like that game. I, I don't know. I've never been a fan. Yeah, I've I've heard some really positive things about it, but I'm not so sure about it either. So, well, like, I does think he say the, which system the remake would be for? Uh, no, because all that we were saying was like. Paul wanted a an HD remake, or not that he wanted it, but that he was expecting one. So let, let, let me go ahead and read the rest of this email. Oh, no, 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 let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> he says, yes, he says, seriously, could you imagine Aerith's death in HD? I'm sorry, but I'd find that heartbreaking. I know people say it wasn't upsetting or that they saw it coming, and I'm sorry for bringing this up for about the third time, but when Aerith reminds you of someone you are very close to, her death just tears you apart, and I think that making a remake of Final Fantasy VII will make the scene unbearable. I'm sure many other gamers would find it stressing, too. Don't get me wrong. For a long time, I've loved the idea of a remake of the original Final Fantasy VII, perhaps with a similar battle style to Kingdom Hearts or Dissidia, mm-hmm. but the infamous scene is what changed my mind. That's interesting, because... With Final Fantasy three, there's the one scene where who's the girl who's the captain? I'm totally forgetting the real names of the characters. Wait, which game? 
Final Fantasy three, the SNES one. Oh, uh, you mean Celeste? Celeste, yeah, she's a general or something. Is she, yes. When we first uh, meet well, her, she's she works for the bad guys, right? Yes, yeah. But they're torturing her. Yeah, they're beating her up. They're beating her up. And what they did is, in the remake, they got rid of that scene. Really? Well, I mean, I guess violence against women or whatever. Yeah, so I was thinking, you know, if that's the case, then they would probably do the same thing with Eris' death, if it's really such a traumatic scene. Interesting. But I think actually what happened, I mean, I was just checking this out on the internet. It's not like I was really researching this, but I think some kids actually tried to recreate that scene in Japan, <laughs> and they acted it out with horrible results. Yeah. So I hear that's that's the real reason they, they cut it out. Wow. So if that's the real reason they cut it out, then maybe they don't really care about, you know, being nice to people. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, how did they introduce the character, Celeste? Or, did, or I guess you still could see your chain to the wall. Just still chained to the wall, and you just have the guards, and I guess they say mean things to her, but, you know, they don't actually, like, hit her or anything. Mm. That's all. Interesting. Oh, also, he goes on to say, uh, also a question. Mm -hmm. If one was to go about joining Game Cola, what would the process involve? The process would involve emailing Paul. Yeah, pfranzen at gamecola.net. What what I did to um, join the Game Cola crew was I emailed Paul and he had me write a couple of test columns. So I wrote an inside the guide for Mickey Mouse capades, <laughs> and he took me on. He's like, eh, this is not so great, but what the heck, I'll give you a shot. I uh, I was on Live Journal at the time and I was on like a game developer community and Paul came on and was like. I run this video game comedy website. Does anyone want to write articles for me? And I was like, uh, I have this really lame personal website that I write stuff for. Here, take a look. And he was like, wow, this stuff is not so great. Have a job. Yeah, I think that's how he hunted down other members of the game Cola crew with Nathaniel Hoover and Zach Rich. Um, he found stuff they wrote in game FAQs. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but if you particularly want to be a member of the Game Cola crew, that's what you'd have to do is um, get in contact with Paul Franzen. Yes. Uh, and he'll probably want samples of your writing. Yeah, that's true. So if you have a, a website or something, that would be, you know, just direct him over there. Or if not, uh, send him some stuff. Yeah, just do what I did. And it's like, well, here's a sample of what I would be writing for the website if you hired me. Does Game Cola still have video game reviews? Game Cola does have video game reviews. However, they all come from Matt Jonas. <laughs> we'll check the list of video game reviews. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. Matt Jonas. Matt Jonas. Barkley Shut Up and Jam, Gaiden. Chapter 1 of the Hoops Barkley Saga by Michael, Michael Ridgway. Ridgway. Yeah. Dead or Alive Dimensions, Matt Jonas. Contra Rebirth, Matt Jonas. Super Mario Land. Matt Jonas. Oh, man, the other things don't tell us who these... Wow. I mean, Ridge Racer 3D, that's Matt Jonas. Um, <laughs> oh, Christian Porter. So the last time, I guess, there was a review not by Matt Jonas was Christian Porter in May May 24th. <laughs> wow. If you don't count Michael Ridgeway's Barkley Shut Up and Jam. I don't. 
let's hope he doesn't come on the podcast to okay so may 24th through june 28th it's all just matt jonas so well hey look at this one uh this one was by you royal trouble yeah Ooh, and then we have my other one the pride and prejudice game oh yeah so those were those were like reviews I had like half written six months ago. Wow. It took me a long time to get to it. So anyway, uh <laughs> Anyway, yes. we were discussing Final Fantasy something, right? Actually I think we were done. He was saying uh he doesn't want it because it would be uh too emotional if okay. it were actually uh with good graphics. What he's saying is that the bad graphics detract enough that uh it makes it not so serious. Mm-hmm. My question is, would this game be, well, Final Fantasy VII, does that come on multiple CDs? Uh, it came on three CDs at the time. It came on three CDs at the time. So is this the one where, like, at the end of the second CD, there's a horrible boss battle, which is impossible? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I just remember talking to one one of my friends who's a gamer person, but who plays, like, actual video games. Unlike me, where I just play adventure <laughs> games. Yes. So she was very upset with the Back to the Future series because there was, like, no option to punch somebody. She's used to, like, first-person shooters and things like oh. that. And so she's like, it's like, if I was playing this game, I would have just punched him and taken the item from him. <laughs> like, that's not how adventure games work. <laughs> wow. But she was telling me there was a horrible Final Fantasy game. I think it might be Final Fantasy VII, where, like, at the end of the second CD, you have the boss battle where one of the characters is swallowed up by a plant monster. Right. And you have to defeat the plant monster without killing your character who's being held by that creature. Yeah, I vaguely recall this, but... So you constantly have to heal your character while fighting the boss at the same time, and it's just a pain. Yeah. And that's all I have to say on the subject. What is our next piece of viewer mail, or reader mail? Actually, it's another one that was caught in between uh, Podcast 37 38, because we read Sarah's email and discussed it at length in Podcast number 38, but uh, she actually tried emailing us again. Sorry for the wait, Sarah. Uh, And it says, Hey guys, this is actually my second try at emailing you guys. I love your podcasts. I was listening to them on our road trip from Ohio back down to Florida. It helped a lot to pass the 14 to 16 hour car ride. I also have a few questions for you. Yay, questions. Mm-hmm. Concerning videos, uh, what do you think is the difference between Let's Play and Walkthroughs? Uh, also, I'd like to know what everyone else besides Michael Gray Thinks of the Nancy Drew games. Seriously? Seriously? And lastly, a request. Can you guys make a video series of Monkey Island? Pretty pleased with the Cherry family on top? Oh, I can answer and... this one, actually. Keep, finish reading, sorry. Yeah, I know she said lastly, and then she keeps going on. I need, to, I need to take notes, sorry. Yes. Okay, keep going. Oh, and just so you know, I think that there are a lot more people that listen to your podcast than you think. Keep up the awesome, guys. By the way, nice portal shirts, Paul. Congrats. Okay, so I, I've got my notes here. Do you, do you have your notes? Well, I guess yes. you have the actual email. I so what are you prepared to talk about first? Uh, hey, guys. I was going to say she went to Florida. You're in Florida, right? 
I am. She was not she was not taking a trip to visit you, was she? Sadly no. Aw. Yes. Actually uh That would know, be would... our first interactive podcast where we have like our listeners on the podcast. That'd be crazy. That would be insane. Yeah, it might even be kind of creepy. I don't know. Haven't we been talking about having a special guest on the podcast? That is true. We've discussed this in the past. So everybody who's listening to this podcast should, you know, put in special requests or recommendations of who you think would be a great special guest. Actually. Is that a good idea or no? I was just going to say, we had discussed in the past also having uh, listeners email us their phone numbers, and then uh, we would give them a call during the podcast. That's I've I've heard other podcasts do that. I've heard other podcasts where pe- listeners would like record themselves asking a question or saying a comment, and then emailing it to them, and we'd play this live on the podcast. Yeah. Instead of reading the letter out loud. Yeah, yeah. Well, we would play it. Yeah, we'd play it. Yes. Uh, Interesting think, idea. Yeah. I think it's possible to give somebody a call. Hold on, I'm actually going to press some buttons, but I don't think it's going to do anything. I think it's just going to make noise. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my phone number? I don't think that's going to do anything, though. It's 555 Game Cola? How'd you know? I don't know. I just... I could hear. I could hear it. Yes. Uh, that doesn't seem to be calling me. But I think that I could... I don't have my phone number... Mm-hmm. Here, let's add a, add a contact. Uh, Skype does um, have this functionality. And by the way, we record on Skype. Let's see. Uh, who would we get as a special guest, though? I remember one time they told us to get special guests for Versus Mode, the column where Paul has people yeah. outside of Game Cola. Yeah. And people were suggesting, let's get Dennis from Super Cheats. And then Paul responded back, he's saying, it's like, no, we need to actually ask somebody who we have a chance of actually getting. <laughs> it's like, because he's he would never answer our email, which surprised me because I get emails from him all the time. <laughs> it's like, Paul didn't know that I'm in a actual contact with Dennis from Super Cheats. Wow. Basically, what happens is whenever I post a walkthrough on game FAQs, I get, yeah. a, I get an a standardized email from Dennis saying, can we please repost this on my website? Well, Pretty nice. please? And I say, yes, you can do it, Dennis. Nice. And so You're famous. What, so what I did that one time was, it's like, hey, Dennis, would you be interested in joining in writing for Versus Mode? And he's like, yeah, sure. It's like, what do I have to do? But Paul already had the people lined up for that month, so I, oh. I, I forward this over to Paul. It's like, Paul, guess what? I got Dennis. And he's all, great. Can you tell him to hold off for another month? Ouch. And so that's why Dennis never appeared on Game Cola. That's harsh. Yeah. Here, actually, I'm going to call myself. I'm going to see if this works. Add okay. to conference. Yes, I want to add this. To the conference, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the mic on the podcast and pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. Hold on.
Hello. Hello. Hello, this is the Game Cola Podcast. Wow, we can kind of hear you. This is amazing. You can kind of hear me? Yeah, it, it sounded better when you were on the microphone. Does it? Well, hold on. I can, I can do both at the same time. Oh, no. This is too yeah. confusing. No, but I can talk, uh, and I can hear myself as I'm talking. Which it's actually pretty quick. I'm a little surprised. There's usually, like, more of a delay, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to hang up now. Okay. Yeah. So the experiment worked. We can uh, call people's phones. Yeah, so I could actually, like, get people to email us their, their phone number, and uh, then we will call them during the podcast. Or people can send in, like, their Skype numbers or Skype That's names. That's true. Because yeah, Skype name. I would that most likely less... not give my phone number out to a podcast. You're no fun. Maybe we should go on and uh, continue actually answering these questions. Continue uh, answering those questions. I think we got a lot out of the fact that this person, Sarah, is going to Florida. Yeah. Uh, is, is is this Sarah1821? 1821? Uh, let me check if it's Sarah1821. Sarah1821. 1821. Okay, so I, I looked it up. Sarah1281, not Sarah1821. I can't believe I got those two people confused. Yikes. But if this is Sarah1281, I love your stories. Keep writing. So anyway. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah just saying, I, it's, I re- remember that name because that's the name of this person who writes some pretty hilarious stories. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Nancy Drew, everybody besides me, chime in on what they think about the Nancy Drew series. I've never played them. Okay, next time. Moving on. Monkey Island. We have tried to do a Monkey Island video walkthrough in the past. I believe there were two attempts at this. Attempt number one was me playing Tales of Monkey Island, and I stopped like 20 minutes through just because I got completely stuck on the puzzles and I didn't understand any of the jokes. But the other time we tried to do a Monkey Island walkthrough was with me and Paul, and Paul said no, because he's afraid I'm going to just make fun of the game the whole time. <laughs> because I gave it a bad... Because I gave Tales of Monkey Island a bad review. What did I give it? I gave it like a 3 out of 10 <laughs> or a 4 out of 10. Yes. And Paul, of course, gave it like a 9 out of 10. Yes. Paul. In the game's defense, it was a lot more fun to watch somebody who knows what they're doing play the game than actually playing the game myself. Huh? What I did was, after I played for an hour, and then I said, screw this game, and then I watched the rest of the game on YouTube, watching somebody else's video walkthrough, and it made a lot more sense. And it was a lot more entertaining. Well, maybe you could just have Paul make it himself. He knows the game pretty well. Paul refuses to do video walkthroughs by himself, I think. Really? After Earthbound. Oh. I know we have we have a video walkthrough for Back to the Future, the game, which has actually been recorded. All we need, All we need is somebody to do commentary for these videos, and Paul doesn't want to do it alone. Well, 
So he's been trying to find somebody to do it with him. I think what he's doing is he's waiting for the PlayStation version of the last Back to the Future game to be released so he can play all five of them at once. And I think then he'll try again to get somebody to record the commentary. (laughs) He'll play the game, but someone else will make the commentary? Yeah, well, let me see. We've got nine videos... Back to the Future, uh, one hour and two minutes. It's not, wait, that can't be right. One hour and 50 minutes. Okay, so nine videos totaling, in total, they're an hour and 50 minutes, and this is Back to the Future, the first episode of the Back to the Future game. We just need somebody to do commentary on these videos. Get Christian Porter to do it. He's funny. Yeah, where's where's Paul? We can't, like, bully him because he's not... <laughs> yes, uh... Paul, Christian Porter, Nathaniel Hoover, uh, basically everybody who's normally on the podcast, uh, we're all unavailable today because it's, uh, you know, 7 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. How's it going, Michael Gray? It's fine. I'm trying to think of the uh, other guys because I know another video project I was thinking of doing for the Game Cole YouTube channel. Yeah. Have you seen the one we did for Super Mario Brothers 2? I have not. What we did for Super Mario Brothers 2 is I played the first... No, Paul played the first level of the game. Yeah. I played the second level. Then he played the third level. Then I played the fourth and went back and forth like that. Yeah. And Nathaniel Hoover joined in around, like, World 4. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, I would respond to what Paul said in his video. And, you know, he'd respond to what I said. So it was sort of interactive, but not really. Yes. So I tried to get that going with Super Mario Brothers 3, which would be better because it has more levels. Yeah. But that project died too, so I just went back to making the walkthrough for Phoenix Wright 3. Uh. Which nobody wants to see, by the way. No? No. Nobody wants to see Phoenix Wright on our Game Cola YouTube? So this is why Paul needs to be here, is because I've got so many... Phoenix Wright discussion topics from replaying the third game now. Yeah, piano bug Phoenix. Topics such as, why doesn't Phoenix have a beard? Phoenix should grow a beard. Yeah, beard cola? Because I noticed in one episode that all the other male characters in the courtroom have a beard besides Phoenix. It's the judge had a beard, the witness had a beard, the prosecutor had a beard. Phoenix is the only one without a beard. It's like, no wonder he's losing this trial. (laughs) There's no way he can compete with that. Yes. The manliness. Which actually brings me to another topic was, I think we mentioned like a long time ago, the Game Cola RPG. I think we're, no, we were talking about RPGs in general. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about old people in video games and how yes. we have yeah. RPG. The old person should get a uh, senior citizen's discount. Yes, I'm thinking if we make a game cola RPG, which we're not, <laughs> that that would be one of the characters. But I think the plot line should be that you have to find like the seven, the seven bearded men in order to save the world. Yeah. So it'd be like Earthbound, where you you have to go to like seven locations. There, pretty much any other RPG where you have to find yeah. seven of something. Seven crystals, seven keys, etc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven sages, if you're playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Yeah. 
And so basically, yeah, the seven characters would be all guys with beards. Yes, find the seven beards. Yeah, and I think one of the characters could be an old man, and another level it would be like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Except for copyright person, uh, for copyright reasons, we'd probably have to call them like Lario and Luigi. <laughs> but it'd be yes. really obvious who they are. Just switch the green and red, and you're good. Yes. It's a short, fat man with a green suit. <laughs> yeah, it's totally yes. not Mario. Yeah. Yes, it's it's Lario. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, and that sort of dovetails into another email, I guess, but um, have we finished with our topic? Uh, yeah, we have. We finished, we finished with Sarah's email. Is there anything uh, left in her email? Oh, she did ask, uh, what do you think this dif- is the difference between a Let's Play and a Walkthrough? I don't know. I've never actually watched a Let's Play. Well, I think a Let's Play is less, like, instructional. I think a walkthrough is more, like, instructions on how to get through this. I think, and yeah, they've... that makes sense. But I've seen some Let's Plays. Okay, I guess I have seen one. Um, no, I saw two for Pajama Sam 3, and that's sort of what inspired me to make a Pajama Sam walkthrough, because they were both horrible. Yeah. And these were from people who, I guess, must hate the game or something, but both of them made jokes about rape. Wow. And this is a video game aimed for like eight years, eight year olds. Yeah, I was gonna say. Two people independently of each other are making jokes, making horrible jokes about Pajama Sam 3. So I'm like, I've gotta make a walkthrough where you don't cuss all the time. <laughs> yes. Uh, what if some children are trying to watch this? Yeah, so those were Let's Plays, and I think that's why I stick to walkthroughs. Because a lot of the Let's Plays I've seen are people who... It's like, let's play this game because we think it's horrible. And we want to make fun of it and curse the whole time. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure why people do that. Because it's I, funny, and it's the internet. Oh, swearing. I, I guess, but I mean, it's like, if you really, really hate the game, it's like, why bother making a video walkthrough for it? <laughs> yes, like, why, why rate us low? You should rate us high. Yeah, it's like I did a video walkthrough for the Sherlock Holmes game, which was really horrible. And it's like I stopped after level one because it was horrible. I stopped there. I didn't continue. Yes, play the whole game. Make a whole video about the whole game because you hate it so much. That would have been torturous. Oh, well, what's what's next? Any more emails? Uh, Yeah, we have four more emails, actually. Four more emails and lots of comments. Okay, let's get... Yes. Let's move quickly. Right. Uh. On the next episode of the Mike and Jetty Show, Mike and Jetty read viewer mail and talk about video games. Will they be able to read them all? Tune in next time to find out.